Hey, welcome to Cheryl's Get Your Life Back podcast. Because it is the time of season where a lot of people are like experiencing grief um, with the loss of a loved one. And I've been speaking to several people and I have lost um, in my family as well, um, close family relatives and everything. I want to talk about, you know, the grace to refocus after disruptions of grief, you know, those things that happen to kind of take us off the track or what we got to maybe delay some things and recenter and and refocusing. And I want to kind of talk about that really, really briefly. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Cheryl Howard, inspiration and transformation strategist, life purpose coach, mental health professional, and a um, speaker. And so um, I like to try to, you know, speak about things that matter to people, inspire, encourage um people in life as we go through transitions and disruptions and progression even as well. And I just want to be that voice that kind of helps you to uh, feel like, you know, staying in the race and and not giving up and, and living life to the fullest and living in purpose and living on purpose as well. So I'm going to come back and we're going to get right into grace to refocus after disruption or even grief. You can still get your life back. Get your life back. It's real. Get your life back. Get your life back. Hey, everybody. Good afternoon. Taking a quick lunch break, and I just wanted to talk real briefly about recovering and focusing after you experience some kind of loss or disruption or major distraction while you're in the middle of your goals and trying to achieve certain things and trying to get things done. And just talking about allowing yourself the grace, giving yourself enough grace to feel those emotions and things that you're going through in order to refocus, in order to, along with all of what you've been through, what you're going through, um, learning to get back on track, but knowing that it's okay to take some time and not trying to keep up with everybody else or what you see everybody else doing, especially if you if you have certain groups or certain people you kind of network with and you kind of going after the same goal and focus but then you you can't look too much about how you know how far they're going or goals that they're reaching we all have our own journey and I think that is so important to remember and so I recently lost my dad and the grieving for I've never experienced losing a parent before or a child or anything else so but the grieving process is real. I've counseled people who've experienced loss as a mental health professional, um, depression, grief, anxiety, and all of that stuff. And what I tell them or taught them, I take it for myself. You know, I practice what I, practicing what I preached about giving yourself time and grace, allowing yourself to feel the emotions knowing that they're real because I think you do yourself an injustice and do more harm when you do not acknowledge that you're going through grief or you're going through some kind of emotional disruption or whatever you want to call it or and it may not be loss it may be something that distracted you and kind of threw you off track and so you're trying to find a way to get back on track but give yourself time you know God gives us grace to get it together when we mess up when we go off track when we deter so that same love that the father shows us we have to give to ourselves and we have to give to others as well so I just wanted to kind of talk about that today and then going through the whole grief process and everything and I want to talk about the power of being in 
supportive circles and groups and um, partnerships where you have support. This could be friends and family. It doesn't have to be business. Friends, family, colleagues, or whatever. And also the accountability of people to not only support you, but those who continue to speak life and to uh, keep you accountable to the things you're called to do, to that vision, to those dreams, but giving you time to refocus, to recover. You need that. And the reason why I think this is important because we live in a rush world where we're doing things so quickly and we kind of get caught up in that. And I found myself, I'm already kind of hyper in some areas and I find that if I don't slow myself down and breathe and take a moment, I'll feel more hyper and I don't, I don't like that feeling. It's just not, it's just uncomfortable for me. So, um, this is to encourage somebody who may be experiencing that or who may experience that in the future. You know, we don't know what tomorrow holds. We just don't know what tomorrow holds, but, um, just be encouraged. Surround yourself around good, positive people who genuinely, genuinely care for you and who are supportive and understanding and who allow you to vent and knowing that venting does not mean and this is one of the things that really um is dear to my heart even in, in, when i'm in ministry or doing ministry or pastoral counseling is that allowing people to vent allowing them to say how they feel without being judgmental understanding that just because they're saying something that may be discouraging at the moment doesn't mean that they left God, they left the church, they backslidden. You know, they're just telling you how they feel. And we need to have that safe place when we can tell or speak about how we feel in that moment. In that moment, that's part of a healing process. That's part of working things out, um, getting clarification, processing something that happened that's part of the human nature and a lot of times we came some of us came from backgrounds that we weren't allowed to do that so therefore we have issues with learning how to cope and how to uh persevere in certain situations because we were not taught or allowed to do that to grieve you know even the bible gives people time to grieve and and focus matter of fact they would wear the ash on their head you would know that this person is dealing with loss or this person is dealing with grief so they have their time so if god gives us that time then we should do that with each other and especially with ourselves so i just think that's very important and then so now even though i'm still going through that process for me i believe my and i always speak about how visions gives us gives us life and without a vision people do perish because you have nothing to work towards there's no hope you're just kind of floating around for me it's the engine that drives me it's my motivation that i have to keep living because there are people that need to be blessed there is something that god and take it for yourself there was something that God has deposited and poured into me, downloaded into me, that I need to pour out on others. There's something, there's, there's a word, there's a message, there's a mission, there's a call, there's a mandate. And so I have to do what it is that God has given me to do. And I'm reminded of Paul, my little preaching coming out. I'm reminded of Paul because when he talked about being compelled to preach the gospel, for him it wasn't a job. It wasn't a he wasn't a hireling. He said, "I am compelled to preach no matter what, whether I'm paid or not. 
I am compelled to preach the gospel. I have to do this. It's my life call. It's my life journey. So it doesn't matter. And he had a job anyway. He did carpentry work or whatever have you for a certain time. So, but him, he understood that it was a mandate from God. No matter what comes, hell or high water, this is something that I am called to do. I dream it, sleep it, eat it, whatever. And I love that about him because and it, it reminds us of the essentials of on the foundation of what it is that God wants us to do. Whatever the purposes is, because I believe in living a purposeful life, not only applying that to business, but to ministry, to relationships, to family, to friends, whoever, people you serve. Living a purposeful, meaning life, it gives us meaning to our lives. So if you don't even know what which I believe people do kind of know what their purpose is, but they're not sure. Or sometimes you go through life and it kind of makes you feel like you don't know anymore. You kind of lost it because maybe you have an Again, it is important that we learn how to live a meaningful and purposeful life. And I believe that God will align people around us um, that are help us in that journey of finding out who we are and understanding that and knowing that, you know, there are people that he assigns us to. Um, we are to be blessings to people and people are blessings to us, but we have to be open to that. But again, we have to allow ourselves to go through whatever grieving process we have to go through. And like I said, it's not only due to death, you can grieve the loss of uh, friendship, or, you know, relationships, uh, companies, business, any kind of thing, and go through that whole healing, transitioning, readjustment. <laughs> All of that has to take place in our minds and our spirits and our, and our everything, our life. You know, even people that we affect people when we go through stuff, there's people around us, there's family members. So there's a lot of work that has to be done. And so just have the grace to do that yourself. Don't hang yourself up. Don't condemn yourself. You know, love on you. Embrace, okay, where you are. Understand where you are. It is important to discern the seasons, right? Sometimes it's a time to shut down, shut, but don't shut down to isolate and just give up but shut down to give yourself time to heal, to grow, to understand, to learn, to be quiet, to even quiet your spirit, right? And when we learn to do that, because I believe that is something we have forgotten to do in this society that we live in today and with all the advances that are happening, things are changing, things are moving faster. It doesn't mean, you know, our body doesn't change. You know, we are still, we're humans. And so we have to take out the time. There's something called a Sabbath where we must rest. We must rest the mind. We must rest our, our bodies, our nervous system. You know, everything needs to take a break. And when we don't do that, even our digestive system needs to take a break. That's why fasting is important because we overwork our bodies so much from our head to our feet. We don't allow ourselves a chance to feel. We don't allow ourselves a chance to think, to problem solve, to process. <laughs> and so let's be mindful. So let's practice a little mindfulness. Let's be mindful of this. Let's be aware of this. Let's understand, like I said, where we are, what we're going through, what we're feeling. You know, be your own therapist and counselor and coach. Okay, this is where I am. This is what I'm feeling right now. Even if your feelings are not 
necessary the right feelings you know at the time you know there may be a little off whatever but still you have to acknowledge but this is how I feel right now (laughs) you know and when we do that you give yourself grace we give ourselves grace we try to be empathic towards ourselves we can have empathy for a lot of people but we need to have empathy for ourselves it's when we learn to do that we learn to love ourselves we need we learn to give ourselves grace we learn not to condemn ourselves not to walk in self condemnation and and all insecurities and and on punishment all of the time and when we I'm telling you we we become better people for that and then we open up ourselves again to embrace life and what it is we are supposed to be doing and we're back on track and let's finish this business as usual you know but but you're refreshed though you're different you're renewed you're refreshed you're revived (laughs) and you're ready to just live out life purpose so I just wanted to leave that with somebody to encourage them this season you know um be intentional about things I don't want you to sit there you know when you go there's a time to sit there don't get me wrong but I don't want you to stay in a place that's detrimental to your health you know doesn't it's not good to just uh, purposely isolate yourself and become antisocial and put yourself on punishment. Now that's a negative side of things. You need to be in the moment. You you know what you're going through, feeling what you're going through, but not pushing everybody away for a long period of time. You need to connect. God has created us for relationships. So you need to connect with somebody, some group or somebody or something that is good for you, that'll help give you that safe place to build, to grow, to be restored. And so I'm talking about that today, that restoration period. But yes, please give yourself grace because that's what it's all about. And I hope this was an encouragement to somebody to be a lifter of your head for you to just live, to live. Anyway, be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to Cheryl's Get Your Life podcast. Bye-bye.